Hey everyone, welcome back to the One World Podcast. Tyler and Sheriff here, and today we're gonna we're gonna get into the dangers of complacency. So we'll uh, we'll we'll get right into it, um, and I'll talk about what is what exactly is complacency. Um, and I mean, we all have a, our own general definition of what we know complacency to be. We've all been there. We've all been complacent, uh, complacent at our t- at times in our lives. I've been there plenty of times in my life. I know you have as well, Sheriff. Yeah. Um, and it's a very human, it's a natural human tendency to be complacent at times. And what it really is, I mean, it's being comfortable with where you're at, um, you know, not wanting to take, not, not even not wanting to, not believing you need to take criticism into account. Um, not believing that there's any need for improvement on where you are currently at. Um, and just that overall kind of like that, that smug sense that you just, you know what's going to be best and you know where things are going to go from here and that there's no need to continue to put the work that you were in um, or that you have been putting in. So that's kind of what complacency is. Um, and then we'll talk about why, why does it happen? Um, obviously, you know, it happens a lot of times after someone's a great achievement, um, so, you know, someone that was working their entire life, working for, a, you know, a few months span, a few years, whatever it may be, you know, putting in their grind. And at the end of it, when they achieve that level of success that they were striving for, some people, um, you know, not everyone, but they get they become complacent. And we're not, you know, we'll talk about a ton of examples, you know. We don't mean don't celebrate your wins and, you know, don't go out there and get excited and happy and re- relax after. Um, that's completely normal. That's what you should do, you know. You work that hard to do it now and enjoy the moment. Enjoy what happened after. But the difference is um, a lot of people, after they have that great achievement, they begin to, you know, stay like that, to ha- continue to have that mindset that, I reached my peak, I reached the pinnacle of this, and that there's really no more room to grow, no reason to continue to get back in the gym or get back to, you know, to studying, get back to whatever it may be for yourself. Um, and that's where the complacency kind of comes in, and that's where it starts to take over people's lives. And it really, we say the dangers of complacency because it is one of the most dangerous things out there. Um, whether you're in a state of complacency right now or you have been in the past, um, we're going to talk about kind of how to... Um, notice it when you are being complacent and then how to bring yourself out of that complacent state and, you know, into a more motivated state of mind where, you know, you're back to what you have been doing. You're back to that grind, looking for what you can do better. And the biggest thing is I talked about it, what complacency is, you know, not wanting to take criticism or not believing you have to. There is always room for improvement no matter where you are. So that's a huge red flag right out of the gate. If you think you are you know exactly where you need to be and there's no need to continue to go you might be finding yourself in a point of a complacency right now and that's what we want to talk about diagnose and then tell you how to get back to that grind get back to that work ethic that you have deep down inside of you and really get rid of that I made it uh, mentality and I'll talk about that I made it mentality a little bit later on as well but basically you know the mentality that I did it, I'm here, I'm done, and that, you know, I made it. Um, And that's the mentality you don't want to have, you know, to say I made it and I'm here, and now where can I go from here? That's where we want to push you guys, and that's where we want to kind of, you know, push this whole, the the message of this podcast towards. Um, But we really want to get you guys out of that I made it mentality and back into that grind that we were talking about. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll turn it over to Sherv here, and I have a question actually, Sherv. So why do you think complacency happens to people? I mean, it happens to everyone here and there Mm -hmm. in their life, but, like, what do you think the root cause of it really is when it comes down to it? Yeah, it's a good question, and a lot of people have that question for themselves, and, you know, they wonder. Um, 
it's it's one of the biggest things that people talk about in terms of sports and fitness and business. Uh, and they wonder like, okay, why do people get so complacent? Why do I get complacent? Like, what what, what is what is the reason for it? And at the end of the day, it's what you just hit on, Tyler. It's um, it's the feeling of that I just made it. It's the feeling that you know I just crushed that test. I just got a hundred on that test. So. Uh, maybe maybe I don't have to study as much to, to get you know to get another hundred on the next one. It's that feeling of you know I just hit a big deadlift or a big bench. Um, you know my, my my bench or my deadlift must be at a really good spot right now. I don't have to pay as much attention to that as I do uh, maybe other parts. And then what happens? It starts to lag in comparison to the other things that you start working on. Um, what happens when uh, you know you, you start killing it in sales in the business world, and then uh, you start kind of letting your uh, your lead pool deplete over time. What, what happens with all those things? And the reason is because simply your brain is telling you that, you know, you, you made it to this to this point um, and there's no reason for you to keep pushing and make your body uncomfortable when this was the goal. Your body, a lot of the times, and your, your mind, I should say, operates on this kind of end to, or kind of beginning to end point basis yeah, definitely. Um, where, you know, you have a goal in mind, you achieve that goal and now your brain says, all right, awesome. We did it now back to, back to square one or whatever it is, or back to the next goal or whatever it may be. When a lot of the times you have to realize that goal, those, those different goals are really all the same goal. You have to keep working on that same goal. It never ends. Um, working towards the goal does not stop. And at the end of the day, um, there is no room for complacency in the mind of a real winner. It, it doesn't exist. Real winners do not feel complacency. They do not accept it. They do not let it overwhelm them or take over their mind and their and their frame of thought. Because the second you start thinking that you've that you've made it, you got to realize there is hundreds of thousands of other hungry people waking up every single morning coming for your spot. Yeah, sure, that's literally a, per- a perfect point. There's always someone coming to do better than what you have just done. And, you know, sometimes you, you had just done maybe a record-breaking activity, whether it's in sports, um, academics, science, doesn't matter. Think about it. You know, that at one point, in, for, exa- for example, science, there was some, at some point there was, you know, Einstein discovered the, the theory of relativity. He, you know, that was one of his claims to fame. Um, think about that. So if everybody just stopped and said, wow, that's incredible, there, there would be no further development in that area, uh, in that scientific community. There would be, and there has been... I can't even, you know, innumerable amounts of developments on top of that that have helped, you know, so many different discoveries. But that's just one example. You know, now go to sports. You know, the the long, the longest home run record, the longest field goal record, the longest touchdown pass. At some point in time, there was always a record that was less than the current record. So there was always someone that would see, wow, someone just did that. I can do better. I can beat that. There and there's so there's always going to be someone coming for your thoughts. I just want to throw that those couple examples in there, but that's kind of the exact point Sherb was making. So yeah, go go back. Yeah, absolutely. To what you're saying, Sherb. No, what you said is, is completely spot on. I mean that that's exactly the idea that we're that we're talking about here is uh, the fact that there's always going to be someone chasing after you and. Um, like I said, I mean, I, I wake up every day with the mentality of like, you know, all these great things have been done in the, in the sport of powerlifting. You're like, why can't I do all those great things and even better? Um, and you have to, otherwise there's no point in me doing it. And I firmly believe that whatever you're doing uh, in terms of uh, business with your life or if you're doing uh, any other kind of sports, um, you know, you got to realize that someone else went out there and made it happen and there's no reason in hell why you also can't go out there and make it happen. So, um, and I kind of want to just give you guys a couple a couple examples here. Um, one of my favorite people on this earth, his name is uh, Tim Grover. He was actually um, Kobe Bryant's, um, you know, God rest his soul. He was, he was Kobe Bryant's uh, personal trainer. He was his, his physical and, and mental trainer. Um, Tim Grover is a very no bullshit kind of person. Uh, and that's, that's why I love him. I, I take a lot of his kinds of 
methodologies and mindsets into my own training and how I use it with my clients and also how I, how I handle my own life. And, uh, you know, Tim Grover shared this, uh, shared this awesome story on like his, on like his Instagram story a couple days ago. And I watched it like 10 times because I was thinking the entire time, like, wow, I can't wait to make a podcast about this. This is like, <laughs> this is the epitome of what I want to talk about. And yep. it was, I'm sure some of you guys have seen this. It was a video of a post game conference of Kobe Bryant. And, um, you know, I forget which final series it was, but it was one of his, um, one of the finals, um, they were up 2-0 in the finals. And, um, you know, one of the reporters asks him, uh, Kobe, how you feeling? And he goes, you know, same as any other game. He goes, why aren't you happy? I mean, you guys are up 2-0. And he says, what's there to be happy about? And then, you know, they all pause. And he says, oh, well, well you're up 2-0 in the finals. And then Kobe cuts him off before he can even finish his sentence. He says, is the job done yet? And the, the reporter looks at him and says, well, I mean, again, you're up 2-0 in the final. Is the job done yet? I don't think so. And that is a mentality that you have to take in your life. Kobe doesn't care that he's up 2-0. He doesn't care if he's up 3-0. Hell, once he gets up 4-0, he's already on to the next. He's already, he's already he's on, on the, the next he's on, <laughs> Yeah, he's on to, to game one of, of the next season. So, like, it's, yep. it's that kind of mentality. And then I'll give you another one, personally my favorite. Um, obviously, us as Pats fans here. Um, you know, my favorite thing ever watching Bill Belichick after Super Bowl 51, probably the greatest Super Bowl ever ever played for anyone, any of you who saw that. Um he in the post game conference, he just has the classic Belichick smug on his face. Um, you know, you, you couldn't even tell if he had just like won a Super Bowl or if or like if one of his kids got hit by a car. Like you wouldn't, yeah, you would have had the same face on. Um, and uh, the reporter says something. And I'm like, oh, Bill, like you don't look too uh, too satisfied, or you know, what's what's on your mind right now? And he just looks and in, looks in the, into the guy's soul and just dead seriously goes. Well, I mean, I'm I'm behind two weeks on my on my recruiting right now, so I, I mean, I, I got a lot to catch up on. It's like, are you are you fucking kidding me? You just won the like the greatest Super Bowl ever played. Yeah, like the, one of the biggest achievements you've worked your entire life for. And yeah, you just you know you're already thinking about recruiting. Fifth for the next Super season. Bowl, and his mindset is already, what can I do to get the next one? And, and that it's no coincidence that he goes out and gets a sixth one. Like it, it's that kind of mentality. And, um, and, and exactly what Sheriff's saying right now, like we're not saying. Don't be grateful for those wins. Don't be happy for those wins. Like, you know, Bill Belichick is obviously an absolute anomaly for so many different reasons, but one of them is his his emotional presence. He just he doesn't show it. Um, so he's kind of different in the fact, but we're not saying, you know, don't enjoy your wins. Don't don't relish in them for a little bit. Don't love like, you know, love the experience of what happens right after. But what we're saying is, you know, you always have to be planning on the next thing. And I'll go into a thing real quick that I, I've wanted to talk about for a long time. Um, you know, the, the kind of difference between being being grateful and being complacent. And right off the bat, that might sound like, okay, well, obviously those are two very different things. But when you think about it, being grateful and being complacent is, you know, uh, what it really comes down to uh, is accepting your past, you know, um, realizing your present. Um, and those are the two same components of, gratefulness and complacency but when it comes down to it you look at when you're grateful you know you accept your past you take the good and the bad into account you learn from them you you value those experiences like i said the good and the bad and then you by doing that by learning from the experience you're already inadvertently planning ahead because you're saying i could have done this better i could have done this so being grateful for an experience and you know that that does not mean you're complacent complacency is you know taking your past into account realizing your future and then feeling that as if there's no need to now move forward with a different with a different uh mindset with with anything there's nothing you can do better in the future and that's 
where the two things come from is, you know, realizing your past, accepting it, looking at it, you know, being okay with where you are currently. Those two things are the same. Um, but, you know, what gratefulness is, is learning from your past, taking the good and the bad, the criticism of it. And then, you know, whether you're consciously planning for the future or just taking those, you know, learning little lessons here and there, either way, you are directly planning for the future. And that is the difference between being grateful and complacent. So we wanted to talk about that, you know, enjoy your wins and enjoy the W's in your life because there's going to be so many. And if you're busy celebrating all of your, you know, the times that are hard, you know, it, it, it makes it tougher to get through those hard times. But when you really celebrate and enjoy those wins, that's fantastic. That's what we want you to do, but we never want you to get in that mindset of, I'm here, I made it, and I'm done now. And that's what we want to talk about. Yeah, sure, sure, keep going. Yeah, I always, uh, you you bring up a great point in the terms of, um, you know, really understanding to be grateful sometimes. I think the big, big difference uh, in terms of, you know, between being grateful for something and being complacent in your situation is really understanding your position. At all times in your life, whatever you are doing, you have to understand your position. And that is what being grateful is. When you are grateful for something, you've kind of taken yourself out of it uh, out of the position that you're in and you you completely understand it. You understand how lucky you are to have the opportunity to, to wake up every single day uh, and, and work towards your goal. You you understand that you're grateful for the people in your life and the people who support you. Uh, you you understand that you're grateful for being alive and having another and having an opportunity to, to work towards your goal simply because of, of your health. Uh, physically, you're able to do it. Mentally, you're able to do Literally it. Literally, the odds of being born, I, I believe the actual odds are like 400 trillion to one. Like you have to take that into account. And if you can just literally be grateful for like, take a breath and just think about what you just did. Like you just, you were able to be living on this planet at this current time in the situation you're in and able to move forward with a mission of, you know, self betterment, whatever it may be. So be grateful for every single little thing. And that just has, if you can do that, that the, the trickle down effect of that is just, I, I can't, it's innumerable. There's no, there's no. Yeah. The quantifiable number I can put on that or anything. They just it will fall into every aspect of your life and it will shine through in the most profound way you can ever imagine. Yeah, so exactly. be grateful. Exactly. And that's that's part of understanding your position. And uh, com- when you're complacent, that that means that you don't understand your position. Because if at any point you get you get complacent, you do not understand again that there are people coming after you. You don't understand that at the moment you may be on top. But it doesn't matter because that's not going to last for long. Yep. Um, and I kind of want to, uh, I kind of want to end with a couple, with a couple quick quotes here. Uh, one thing, one saying that I always loved that Tim Grover uh, always used to say, Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan's coach actually, uh, and he and Dwayne Wade, he coached actually a lot of Hall of Fame players and things like that. But um, you know, he always preaches that real winners enjoy their victories, but they never celebrate them. And I think that, so what that means essentially is, you know, you don't think Tom Brady enjoys winning a Super Bowl, but what's he doing immediately after that? Uh, you know, I can't, Belichick's a bad, uh, a bad example to use for this because it looks like he doesn't even enjoy it. Um, but Brady, I mean, he enjoys the hell out of that when he's, uh, he's up on the lineman's shoulders, he's rolling around the confetti and he's having the time of his life, but celebrating it to an extent of letting it consume you and letting it define you. That's what, that's when it becomes detrimental. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of want to end on this is a great quote that I love. It's it's you're only as good as what you do after achieving greatness. And I want you guys to always think of that. Um, again, don't let that achievement define you, because if you let it define you, that's all you will be. You will be that one achievement and you're never going to be anything after that. I'm not sure if that was really a perfect way to wrap it up. And I mean, we'll go back to the, I'll go back to the Kobe Bryant thing for my closing remark. I mean, 
<clears throat> look at what that man did after his literally most the most historic possibly the most historic career in the history of the NBA and then he literally goes on to win an Academy Award and an Oscar for a short film absolutely ridiculous and the guy just had whether it was in his you know his family life and you hear this on the news the media they all talk about it but when you really look into like if you research like his life and what he was all about that mama mentality he had it did not matter if it was his family life, if it was academics, if it was sports, no matter what it was, he was not going to let his previous last success define him. He was always going to be pushing forward, pushing for more, and pushing to be the best forever. Um, and really, just the best version of himself. You know, it wasn't about comparing himself to others. It was about being the best version of himself and never being complacent with himself. And that's really what we want to leave you guys is don't ever become complacent with yourself. Don't use others as a marker for yourself. Use yourself. Always try to be better than you were yesterday. And if you continually do that on a daily basis, being better than the rest around you will just end up happening because not everybody has that mentality. It can be tough to come by, but at the end of the day, if you make that choice, as so many of the greats have done that you've witnessed, that you've looked up to as role models, then there's no choice but for success to find you in whatever field it may be. So keep that mindset, keep that mom mentality on you. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll wrap it up with that. And uh, thanks so much, guys, for tuning in again to episode four of the One World Podcast. And we are super stoked for episode five coming up. And we will talk to you guys later. Thanks so much. Have a good rest of your All night. Right. See you guys.